Excited yet again because I got a I have another amazing I'm just I'm always excited to talk to people from around the world and sometimes I get ahead of myself but before I introduce her let me say a few things so who I have here today is a world traveler I mean just just so much here world traveler who has lived in many locations um, such as Israel Germany London Ghana and here in the U.S. Um, she teaches urban agriculture to anyone who wants to grow their own food. That's amazing, that resonates with me. And just so much more. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you today, uh, Trina Hurt. Thank you, Trina, how are you doing today? I am just excited to be with you and thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, so you know what? Let's, I wanna go, like you said, with the flow and mm -hmm. let's get right into what we were already talking about. And like I said, there's times that I feel that I kind of shy away from that conversation, especially if I'm speaking with somebody, but we were talking about, okay, let's just, let's just hit it right on the head for where it is. I read yeah. that you moved, you moved away from Christianity. Give us a little breakdown as to why that was the religion, Christianity, and why'd you move away from that? Well, for me, number one, I didn't grow up Christian. It wasn't really introduced to me until I was about uh, 16 years old, to be exact. Right. Uh, my mother was a very, very doctor, Dorley Love. Um, rest, may she rest in peace. Um, was a free spirit. And um, then suddenly when she reached a certain age, she took us to church. Uh, and I come from a singing, very, very talented family. And then all of a sudden, uh, we were forced to sing all these gospel songs and uh, uh, I never understood this uh, hopping and dancing around the church, uh, you know, uh, not to make fun, but I didn't understand what all of this stuff was about. Um, so it made me research at about 16 or 17 years old. And I, um, as I began researching this Bible, which had been in our house for many years, I never thought to even look at it. Um, I started finding uh, holes almost immediately uh, in the story. And I'm a researcher by nature alone. I wanna find out, I need to see uh, for myself. And um, even though I found those holes and I was asking questions, but back in those days, it was, you don't question God. You know, right, you right, just, right. If you, if I may interject, 
if I may sure. interject just for one second, and you, I might do this, and, it, and and I'm not trying to be rude. It's just that you spark mm-hmm. something, and, and I want to share that thought before I lose. And please don't lose your place. But mm-hmm. that's why I believe it, it's it's amazing how um, uh, uh, there's no coincidences. I believe that now. And just from you just sharing that uh, small segment of the story that resonates with me, because I, unlike you, I grew up in a religious family, Baptist and Christian. And, mm. um, but, but there were some things with inside of me. Um, I was being made to feel like that, uh, the devil must be, um, tapping me on my shoulder for me to want to ask questions. Um, <laughs> and I believe that we were created by whoever you want to say, you know, who it is, God, universe, whatever. Okay. Um, spirit, um, to, to, to be creators and to question things. And, I always knew that, okay, this book that I'm not supposed to be questioning, you know, I would go to, okay, well, who wrote this? Oh, well, God wrote it. So God dropped this out of the sky, huh? Mm, okay. okay. <laughs> so so that's where my first question was. So yeah, go ahead. So I'm just letting you know, I, uh, up until now, we, we, yeah, we I'm feeling exactly this. what you're saying. And you can imagine <laughs> what I went through, but this story isn't about me. Today, we're highlighting you. So go ahead. I just wanted to share that with you. That's all. Sure. And thank you. I appreciate the support in the conversation, actually. Um, I I just like you just said, God and the devil. I would my first question was to the pastor, if God created this whole entire world and the universe and everything within, why why did he, quote unquote, choose to create an entity that could rival him? This devil thing. um, why why did God summon different tribes in the Bible to go out to murder, rape, and kill people? Uh, these things just did not sit well with me. Even at that age, it didn't. I didn't believe it. Right. And so, but I sang with my family anyway. I did as mother instructed me to do. Because, you know, back in those days, you you just did what mama said to do. And that was the end of you know absolutely absolutely <laughs> unless you up. wanted to feel some pain <laughs> and i mean not not and just emotional pain in the worst way you know right right, right. no we get it no i, yeah. I definitely get it because i grew up in the in the 70s so i know i you know you better not question what mom said <laughs> me too I'm, oh. I'm, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it i'm 58 Oh and, wow! Uh, you look great, yeah. absolutely great. Oh, yeah, I'll be so fifty-two much. this year, so yeah. Uh-huh. We get we get yeah, that we get uh, strict yeah. discipline code, you know. Right. You, you go cut your own switch. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, mine was be- mine was more belt. <laughs> okay. Belt. There's okay. a belt that I ooh I despise. I can picture with the way it looked. Skinny brown, yeah. Go get it. That's I had trash. to get my own weapon. <laughs> that was going to be used against me. <laughs> I called them weapons of mass destruction. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because was... it destroyed so many young people and no one understood at that time. Oh, yeah. But Physically that's another story. Mentally. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, You're right. That's another story. But um, I kept that privately to myself that I didn't believe it for many, many years. Uh, got married, had three children, and quietly, I did not force religion on my children. I was scared to speak up. I was scared to say anything, even into uh, my adulthood. I followed mama's instructions, did as what mama said. I was just scared. But come 1995, I was like, enough is enough. Uh, my first husband had passed. 
And I had to uh, make a choice. It, it, it was Christmas that broke the camel's back, <laughs> literally, because I was like, you know, I'm broke. It's Christmas time. Um, I can't make this happen anymore. I can't play this game anymore. So I sat my children down and I said, hey, you know, it's a struggle now. I'm by myself and, um, you know, I'm already working three jobs. Christmas is an additional burden that mama just just can't do no more. And they was and they they really shocked me because they said, good. <laughs> We'd rather have you at home anyway. It is a, we don't you know, we don't have we don't we don't even believe in Christmas. We always knew it was you. So. <laughs> right. Yes. And, yes. You know, I have yeah. got that same feedback from my daughter. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I said, and uh, we're not going to, um, you guys don't have to go to church with grandma anymore if you don't want to. Right. You don't have to do any of that. We're we're going to break free now. We're going to be uh, uh, totally different than the rest of our uh, family. You know, my uncle was a minister, my mother minister of music. Um, you know, we're going to be totally different and we're not going to walk that path anymore. And I told them and they were like, well, we never believed in it anyway. And we knew you didn't. <laughs> right. No, they, so, they could feel that that energy that that, you know, whatever vibe you were putting out, they they picked up on it. Right. There, There's a uh, and excuse <laughs> me again, but there's communication that we use with words. But then but but a lot of times it's it, it's in between those words that even speaks louder. So you can say something to your your children and especially when children are younger, they're, they're more sensitive to the energies and stuff like that until we um, indoctrinate them with other things that kind of like suppresses those intu intuitive right. gifts. So they felt mm -hmm. that, that you really didn't believe, even though you might have been uh, telling them this or going along with that pattern, they they could feel it. And they you know, knew. They knew. And, and you they know, knew you're it. right about that because my daughter, um, even at the ages she was in this time frame, she right. said, I heard what you said, but we really heard what you did say. Right. Yes. And that was the vibe that they were picking up, the intuition, the the their their spirit picking up. Um, um, that's my perspective. They was picking up the energy, like, no, this and they knew I wasn't out. happy with doing that stuff. They knew I didn't right. feel good about it. And and come to find out, they hated Christmas more than I did. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. And and just to add a bit more, and I know you haven't went into super details, but you know, mm -hmm. I had gotten into a point where I had stud been studying, started to study, this was years ago. Um, even um you know, the history of, of African people and just knowing um, the little bit that I did. And when I say study, I don't just look at one thing and say, OK, this guy says it because there's a lot of research out there. that uh, people, You have to do the work. Yes, because people can put things in such an intelligent way and make it seem like the truth. But no, OK, right. I'm going to get a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh opinion and see if I start seeing a common narrative or I'm seeing. And then at the same time, you, you follow my intuition as well now this feels empowering to me this feels disempowering to me but my question was even a long time ago was okay if uh this was supposed to be religion um um, um christianity is supposed to be the re only religion and the one that i'm supposed to follow how come uh our people didn't get this until we were enslaved by thank our, you by our oppressors <laughs> and i said why Oh, and why did and it I have never, to be beaten into us? Yeah, and what? Yeah, so then I start finding out things that 
oh, okay, by being indoctrinated with this helped, helped us to be more docile and believe if we submit and not uh, rebel and things like that, we'll get our rewards later. So part of, then I start seeing a common narrative as how this played uh, within our minds and yes. why, yes, and why even today, why uh, churches get 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 a pass on like taxes and things like that? They want that there to help control. But I, I don't even want to get too deep into that. But that that was my question. Like, okay, if we didn't, mom, we were over here, or dad, we were over here, Africa. We, you know, as tribes, we didn't have any Thank Bibles. You. Yeah, so we didn't have that until we were packed on the ship, brought here, and then they brought this and forced us to to, to, you know, do this. So, and then I would say another thing, and I said this a long time ago, I said, so we hate everything they did to us. Uh-huh, yes. Us, except this, we'll keep this though. Yeah. But everything else was wrong. How did, that yes. doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, no, well, <laughs> you know, you know, and you know, you really tapped in uh with that with what you just said Every, none of the we hate them right. for what they did right but why do we cling to this right you know you really that that hit a home run because that was one of my same questions right right um but, but i believe oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead go ahead please. No, i just believe it was just so indoctrinated into our psyche that they, you know, we just couldn't see as a whole. And I say we, you know, black people, um, African people, uh, it just scared us to think of any other thing. And we connected our identity to it so much. Yes, that, our identity that, that we that we thought it made us better. Thought it made us who we were. We, anything that's against yes. that, that, uh, that indoctrination, we labeled it as evil. So then when you mm -hmm. question it, evil when you come with different perspectives oh it's evil because it's speaking against this and that led me to say okay what what the point was that they were trying to do to us it worked and it's still working but what i do like is that nowadays it's you know because of like the internet we're able to connect and see find more information people are waking up and being able to at least decipher for themselves and, and, and find more information on things. and research and think research. it's easier to research than it was back then. Much right. easier back then. now. And so now no. I pride I pride myself on being a person that thinks for himself. I'm not gonna just mm -hmm. you know, and I want to be empowered. I don't want to be involved in anything that makes me just constantly feel fear. Even when I tell when I when I it, it makes me cringe a little bit when people say, Oh, uh, you know, I'm you know, God fearing and all that. Hold on a minute. Aren't you supposed to be a child of this, you know, your God, God, right? So why would you, mm -hmm. what would you have to be why scared? Do you have to be so why afraid you... of your God if you're. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You so, know, it, it, the it's two a lot don't of things. go. It's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, go. so, so that, that, that's amazing. So we touched on that and give us a little insight also as well, unless you have some more to say about that. Well, no, no. I was just going to say, and actually, I was just going to say, fast forward from there. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I cut you off. I I'm became. I, I was looking for a way to get away from religion. I uh, gone to university. I took my children with me. 
uh, we studied things like the Sumerian tablets together. They were young right. and they were gathering this information at that time. They studied Egypt. They knew the real name of it was Kim. Kim it, uh, yeah. They were reading the uh, Epic of Gilgamesh with me. And uh, those dates just didn't tie in with the Bible because they were like, well, the Bible says the earth is 6,000 years old, but these tablets here are the hundreds of thousands of years old. How does this, how does this tie in, mom, you know? So from there, the questions continue, but we fast forwarded and became Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> so yeah, we jumped from the fire, fire frying pan into the literal fire. <laughs> All right. That's part of your journey, though. It, I mean, it's and that's, that's journey, amazing. Yeah. You, can, you can when you think about it, you can uh, find some humor in that. But that's part of your journey. Oh, my God. And the thing is, you're <laughs> open and you 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 are open to to learn. Some people are just and I'm not criticizing. They're just here mm -hmm. and that's where they want to stay. You were mm -hmm. actively researching and learning. OK. And at that point in your journey, that's what resonated with you to go that in that way right because what they did was they kept the same bible which is which i identified with but the thing was that they um painted the people black right right so that gave me a black identity so i thought okay this is the path this is it um you can see i'm a very powerful woman right not to be silenced always if i'm respectable if i'm respecting you i expect the same back absolutely that is not a part of hebrew culture the women are second class citizens maybe third fourth um so i, I was shut down basically so we and then i also found them and i say this uh, because it's very very true they were oftentimes in support of uh, child molesters and uh I had to get out of that group immediately. Um, I left that Hebrew-Israelite group, but I decided the religion was good enough. And that religion is what took me to Israel. Right. Yes, because you spent some time in Israel. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Israel. There, I studied Kabbalah, uh, the Zohar, a long list of uh, religions, Zoroastrianism, a long list of religions. I'm, I, I, as I told you, I'm a researcher, uh, former history teacher, and all these things. So when I got over there, there were more books and different things that were open to me at Yeshiva University, and I studied and worked hard there uh, to learn more. Uh, um, only to find out that they were lying about a lot of th things too, and their information right. will tell you that they're lying. But you have to go there to find out that they you were lying find too, it. right? Right. You have to go find it. They don't hide it from you, but if you find it, they do want you to hurry up and get out. <laughs> right, right, right. They no. separate from you once you get close to the truth. <laughs> right. No, that's the same narrative I, I, I've gotten from uh, the same um, story, um, and I won't say story, truth that I've gotten from a, a man that I love to listen to and follow it, it, uh, in regards to like African history. Um, his name is Anthony uh Brower and he he talked about a set and a sar and and yeah just am amazing and how oh. these stories that they that that happened a long time ago they were in different cultures but they all followed the same narrative of, of a virgin 
then a son born on this and it's like yes so yeah if you ever get a chance look him up his name is anthony brower br oh no no i am he's one oh, you of know. the ones that i used to research with yes oh, sir okay yeah yes I, love, yes, love. yes yes i I, I, I would not be my mentality would not be where it is right now if if he hadn't laid groundwork like he okay has. okay see i should have no. already known that i should what what am i doing saying if you know you know <laughs> you know we know oh, yes so that that's oh, we're amazing here. right you, you so you were in, in, in israel. fact when i when i lived in israel um uh i reached out to uh rest his soul as well renoko rashidi okay right and he is uh a friend of anthony browder's and uh renoko had begun in uh teaching me about the true hebrews he laid down a lot of history and I kept all of my notes. That was back in maybe 2011 or so. I kept all my notes. Uh, he told me a lot about the Berbers, uh, a long list of information. This is all while I'm in Israel. So wow. Israel was actually my family's awakening. Right. Hardcore, hardcore yes. uh, awakening, uh, being in that area. And then uh, my children, they had uh, reached uh, young adulthood while they were in Israel with me. So I said, I want to travel. Let's go. They said, no, we want to stay in Israel. We've got friends. Uh, my daughter had and her uh, then husband had come with us to Israel. They began had begun their family. So I was like, OK, so y'all are cool. Stay here if you need money. Holla. But I got to go travel. Right. And um, I started traveling around uh, because it's very easy to get to other countries from Israel. Hop, skip and a jump just across the Mediterranean is Europe. Yes. Is that you when go, you went, yeah. end up going to Germany? I lived in Germany. That was an awesomely incredible experience because the Germans, as I found out, they sit back and wait for your instruction on how you want to be treated as a Black woman. That's amazing. And, and your behavior is the instruction. Right. Exactly. I honored myself. They honored me. Right. However, however, I treated me, they gave it back to me triple fold. If I referred to myself as queen, so did they. Oh, I like that. So as I found out throughout Europe, it's all up to you how you want to be treated. It was at that time it was completely different than what's in America. Exactly. And let me elaborate a bit. I've mm -hmm. it, it tra I've traveled somewhat ex extensively too, and mm -hmm. those that have traveled, they know they know the mindset that that they get here in the U.S. And I can understand why, even historically, when I look at uh, uh, you know other uh, people that were um, um, popular personalities, why they would go to other countries and 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 go there, you know, different singers and actors and dancers and all that. Yes. Even the late um um uh Tina Turner, she ended up uh, renouncing her citizenship in the U.S. and went to Switzerland, and she liked it much better. I read a little bit on it, not not only in regards to like taxes, but she just the whole uh, vibe. It was it was it yes. was more. And you would think when you think about Switzerland, wait a minute, there's no African people. Hey, you know, the, 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 there there's a there's a mindset here that is cultivated intentionally especially concentrated here in the u.s and i believe that and that's a whole different story but you know that but 
That's why I always encourage people, um, no matter what uh, nationality, travel. color, travel, <laughs> so you can get some some perspectives and 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 get out of your box. Because even when I when I go to work and I see certain groups of you know white, black, or whatever, and I see how they are towards each other or how they look, mm -hmm. I'm like, they haven't been anywhere. They haven't been. Any. And I don't look at myself like like I'm better, but I just I just have a broader perspective. Like you. Well, no, you, what people, it does you guys don't even know you could you, you. It allows you your perspective, your broad, broad perspective allows you to understand where they're at and how to communicate with them. Right. Right. You know, there's certain specific information you're not going to uh, discuss with them. Right. Uh, and you bring your conversation and your discussions around to where their mindset is and right. you can read it almost immediately. You know, just like I do. You're and, not going to sit down and have a conversation about the Ankh. Well, no. And like I said, no. and, and see, I, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, oftentimes um, I have to dumb down my conversation. But, you know, I mean, because I can't talk about something. Um, you went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to dumb down. I can't talk about something that's that's going to cause you to grow no. uh, consciously and spiritually with 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 certain people, with a lot of people, you know, so those mm -hmm. are. who. Are, yeah. So that, that that's a you get that perspective. So you're you're able to adapt just like even my conversation in how I um, per, per, how I articulate and project myself. I, I have because I've traveled and been in different communities i know how to uh to adapt so i know if yes. i'm in, with these type of people i know i have to talk like this because i don't want them to take me as a uh, threat or militant or whatever so then i know how to do this and then i'm around yes we curtail our conversations yes. according to the audience that we audience. are entertaining and, yes. and you and i know with that this goes without even me getting in detail certain people can't do that they're just a certain way and that's just it they cannot. They they they're <laughs> like this. The way they project themselves. Yeah, and, and I in the in the in the conscious community, it's the same thing. A lot right. of people in the conscious community have don't don't have the benefit of travel either. So right. even their conversations are very closed and un uninviting. You right, know, right, to right. everyone, you know, the so-called conscious community, you know, right. they don't know how to uh, have conversations with people who don't have their mindset. That's exactly right. And then that falls back into um, a religious thing to me, because then you're doing the same thing, because a lot of people that follow a certain religion, um, if you don't think like them, then you're you're automatically uh, um the devil or you're automatically outcast. So it's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to become so-called awakened and then present myself that same way. If you don't think like me, that's why Precisely. I, 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 um, uh, I, I, um, said prior to the segment, you know, I, I don't talk down about anybody's, um, religion or beliefs. And, and, you know, and my goal not, is to always yeah. leave space, leave space, leave space exactly. for growth, leave space for love leave space for them to have their journey in their path that I had. Right, right. You know, you know that's leave a, space. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're down to about, i say about seven more minutes. Um, oh. Uh, yes, yes. I wanted to touch on, so you li also lived in London and Ghana. That That's amazing. But you also, um, you teach, uh, what, what really stood out to me is you teach people about agriculture. And the reason why that, that that speaks to me 
so much is because lately I've been um, I've been reading this book uh, by Claude Anderson. It's called Poweronomics, and he talked about oh, um, Claude, oh, yeah, Anderson, yeah, I love him. Yeah, he <laughs> talked about growing your own vegetables, and uh, if you get money invested into like even hydroponic. Um, a factory to grow your own food and and i said you know I what teach hydroponics as well claude anderson See, inspired I, me inspired i've been me. telling myself I too that him in, i met him in 2015 here in kansas right. city See, and of course he inspired you did. me as well of course you did of course <laughs> you did that's no and it doesn't shock me you know I, of course you met him and i'm reading his book right now and mm -hmm. I've had the book. I've had the book for a certain amount of years. I've just never read it. I've been reading so many other books, but I finally got to his. And I also have another book of his. Um, I think it's called um, "White Wealth, Black Labor" or something like that. But yeah, right. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah. So, can you elaborate just a bit on that? How you got into that? Um, you know. Uh, well, uh, gardening was a love of my life as a child. Uh, our right. family coming from the South, I'm a Choctaw heritage. Right. And uh, our tribe is still in North Plain, Dillon, Louisiana, still holding on as best as we can. You know, Black Indian. Hey. Right. But um, we always grew our food. And I, I, my mother got away from it because she's, you know, grocery stores are more convenient. I jumped right in and went to gro the grocery store route. However, the information stayed with me for, for the rest of my life. But fast forward to 2020, that gave me the indication that everything is ready to collapse. Our people are all crippled by the having the grocery store there. So we have to get out here now and reactivate it. Right. Uh, it's in our DNA. We can uh, touch in, uh, you know, touch base with that anytime we want to. I said, let's go, let's give it a shot. And uh, I began promoting it, teaching it, passing it around. I made courses of it and I offer it uh, to people for free um, because uh, I always let them know the grocery stores are not designed to support this. They're not sustainable. In other words, it's not designed to support this lifestyle for forever. Right. You better learn to grow your food and right. you better learn how to take care of your farm animals if you if you want clean meat. I'm right. not a meat eater. I mean, I'm, I am I eat some, you know, a chicken, a little fish from time to time, but it's not, you know, I, I mostly survive on fruits and vegetables. I guess they call us a fluxitarian now. They have a million different names. For and all and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not <laughs> trying to jump on that wagon, but I am slowly but surely moving in that direction. So there's several weeks yes. that I'll go without eating any kind of meat. And I've, you know, Precisely. It, I just feel better, you know, and yeah, especially when it comes to like when I look at my health and weight and blood pressure and all that. I mean, when I'm, when I'm eating just vegetables and, and fruits, things just start to yes. align. Like, and, and um, then I, I, I attribute my youthful, my youthful look to having been vegan for 12 years. Right. Right. See, and that's a testimony years. to me because you saying that, because I wouldn't have thought that you were 58, you know, mm -hmm. I would have said that you maybe, maybe, maybe 40, maybe, maybe early forties, but not 58. We'll take and, that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's a, a yeah, you, you look great. So, and when it comes to age, it's just a number. I mean, when you, when you have that, that, that vibrance that you radiate and you, you smile and everything like that, you just, and just how you project and carry yourself, your mannerisms, it, it, it's youthful, very youthful, you know, and it's, it's amazing <laughs> with the touch of wisdom which is mm -hmm. they, they incorporate that with being they they connect that with being you know 
have an age. So that's only, yeah. yeah, when you start speaking all that wisdom, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She, she, I'm thinking that she's this young, but no, how she know all this, you know? <laughs> but Exactly. Yeah. And I and, appreciate that. Yeah. That's, this is why I'm proud to say, you know, this system makes a woman ashamed to be 58 or 60. Oh, no. And I'm like, why? I made it. Why Same can't here. I embrace the, the, the wisdom that I, I have experienced? Why can't I embrace that and then pass it along? And in my wisdom, I appreciate what uh, the wisdom of youth. I share it with them. You, I tell them that this is a two-way street. Talk to me about you, too. I want to learn from you, too. Talk to right. them. And I listen to, And you know what? I listen to this, and I'm going to say this, uh, uh, share this with you here, but I listen to this this brother by the name of 19 keys. And he said, you know what? This is the way he looks at at age like this. He said, no, I'm in a new age. He said that, that age 21, that's old age to me because I already been there, already been there. So that's old to me. I'm new. (laughs) I'm learning things new in this age. Like when I'm about to turn 52, that's new to me. That's not old. That's new. That's uncharted territory. All right. And thank there. you. So and I love 19 keys too. Yeah. I love 19 keys. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. We about mm-hmm. down to a minute. So before we leave, um, can you sh- mm-hmm. uh, just share a little bit of how, how can people find you? Um, I'll incorporate the links, but you have any links? You got any websites? You got any, anything to share? Website, uh, oraclecenterllc.com. You can go there. If you have any questions, you can uh, email me through that website, or you can email me directly at uh, info at oraclecenterllc.com. Any questions about urban agriculture, spirituality, or if sometimes people email me because they just need to talk about some things that are happening. And it just happens that way. And um, I am in support of humanity. So I will do my best to answer questions. I will do my best to walk you through your journey. As long as I know you're sincere about growing, don't waste my time. (laughs) You heard it. Enlightenment Power Evolve. Thank you, Trina. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Hit that like and subscribe button. Enlightenment Power Evolve. See you soon. Peace.